This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. The following segment is from NFL University on the SB Nation NFL show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. It's what Kansas City is going through with Tyron Matthew right now, and I guess we can we can get into these Chiefs players because we got a couple that are probably going, or well, a couple that are franchise tag candidates. Only one of them is going to get franchise tagged, but Tyron Matthew is you know thirty years old. I think he's an exceptional player, and the big knock on him when the Chiefs signed him to a long term deal a few years ago was he struggled to stay healthy. And when we saw him play and he was healthy, he was always a fantastic football player. He was always a high impact player, um, but he could never stay on the field for a, a full season. And then he did that in Kansas city. He was able to stay healthy the entire time. He was able to win a championship. He was able to make multiple all pro teams. And I think that he is incredible. I think he's a fantastic teammate, but Again, and you talked me out of Jesse Bates, kind of just franchise tagging a safety, I, I think is a big gamble, especially when it's a position that is usually really cost effective on the open market. And I think back to the Chiefs extending Eric Berry long term after that season he had where he was like a, a defensive MVP candidate. And Eric Berry is one of my favorite Chiefs of all time but that contract blew up in their faces. And I, I think that's the way the chiefs kind of look at this thing. Like they're like, we love you, Tyron. We love everything that you did. We love everything that you helped us achieve here. And you're going to be a guy that like, you know, we'll remember fondly forever here in Kansas city, but it's just football and it's a business and it's time for us to move on from this. Yeah. I think if, so a few years ago, well, first of all, when they acquired him from the Texans, it seemed like people were thought that he was washed, you know, like he wasn't going to be the same guy he was for Arizona. And then, of course, he stays healthy for three seasons now, right? Yeah. Um, three seasons with the Chiefs. And he's played at an incredibly high level. They've gotten everything that they've wanted to out of the trade. And that's exactly what the point of this is, right? And now I feel like last year more than ever, we saw Honey Badger making more business decisions when it came to tackling, I guess is the, the best way to put it. And I, I just think that, you know, yeah, as you said, it's time to move on. Like, he was a good player. There's no doubt about it. But something is off in that situation. And it, it seemed like it was starting to rub people the wrong way. And I don't know if that's just a social media thing, but I just feel like they can go in a different direction. And again, it's it's about it's not about, you know, do you want to just pay Tyron Matthew? It's should we pay Tyron Matthew this amount of money or should we use that to continue to protect Patrick Mahomes or continue to maybe give him a wide receiver to throw the ball to? So, yeah, I feel like if you're just weighing your options on where the money should, where you should allocate those funds, you can convince yourself about two, three other positions over paying Tyron Matthew, who, again, if think about what they're getting out of Juan Thornhill. They could probably get that, you know, in the draft or in the free agency for cheap. And yeah, it's, it's a, also, it's just about playing like the cost effective game. Like what, what are, what is going to give us the most bang for our dollar 
this offseason and on the free agent market or, or anything like that. And they traded a first round pick for Orlando Brown Jr. And he had his ups and downs and growing pains in his first year as a chief. Um, I don't look at Orlando Brown like he's, you know, like he's Trent Williams or like he's ever going to be that or anything like that. Cause there's just not very many people that are going to be that dude. And maybe he doesn't ever wind up being like one of the three best tackles in the NFL or something like that. But you traded a first round pick for him. You always knew you were going to have to pay him. And they are supposedly discussing a long-term deal before they decide whether or not they're going to franchise tag him. But he, they traded a, a, a high capital asset for Orlando Brown Jr. And it's because he's got to be in the long-term plans. Like, just like they had Eric Fisher before and before he suffered a serious injury, like Eric Fisher for a number one overall pick, he always got a bad rap in Kansas City. Like, he was always solid. He was never the best tackle in football or anything like that. But Eric Fisher was always solid and you knew you could rely on him for the most part. And I think that's kind of how you have to look at Orlando Brown Jr. Like, he makes more sense and his tag value is going to be higher than Tyron Matthew just because the left tackles are just more expensive, but that seems more cost effective than giving a franchise tag to Tyron Matthew at a safety position that I think you can always find on the open market. You can listen to the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB nation NFL show, wherever you get your podcasts.